is good, that the dead live, that the dead live, that we too will live forever, that we too will live forever, despite the cross, despite the cross, despite the death, despite the death, despite the fabulous, despite the fabulous, December, December, lies, lies. Happy Christmas. And thank you, Erica Bridgman, and thanks for listening. and Yerba Buena Center for the Arts present Dance Brigade's 40th Anniversary Celebration Gracias a la Vida, Love in a Bitter Time A dance and music extravaganza featuring Dance Brigade dancers and taiko drummers with musical performances by Holly Near, Costel Durandi, Patricio Angulo and others Celebrate Dance Brigade's 40-year history of creating groundbreaking, fierce, female-identified, explosive political dance Friday, January 13th at 7.30 p.m. and Saturday, January 14th at 3 p.m. and 7.30 p.m. at Yerba Buena Center for the Arts in San Francisco. For more information and tickets, visit dancemission.com or call 415-826-4441. This event is wheelchair accessible and is a benefit for Dance Brigade's Dance Mission Theater's move to a new building. And you are listening to 94.1 KPFA and 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online at kpfa.org. The time is 3.31. Stay tuned next for Cover to Cover with Javelin Richards. Welcome to Cover to Cover, Open Book, Javelin's Bistro. Let's start off by saying that I appreciate so much following Jack and his mindfulness and his writings and the interviews that he does and the things that he brings us, the warmth and gratitude of being human. I want to personally wish everyone a mindful holiday season. I recently was in conversation with someone who spoke about the fact that the holidays sometimes reminds of, of the hope that we had as younger people. Now, that hope goes out to those who had, who has fabulous memories of holidays, whether it's Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, that we have wonderful memories of that. And even for those who did not have wonderful memories, they had hope that one would come. Those who had wonderful memories of holidays, who later in life as grown-ups might not always have that experience, it is the word hope that we hold on to. So as we move into the 2017 with consciousness, let's move into it with a sense of hope as people and remind ourselves what we have always hoped for. Now, I had a guest that was scheduled who has not showed up at the station, but as we've heard that familiar saying, the show must go on. So I actually came prepared just in case they didn't arrive on time. And that time I'll spend with you talking about uh, writing, which is what my show is about writing, whether it's in theater, whether it's in literature, Whatever the format is, that's what we do. That's what I do, what I prefer to do. 
so my guest has arrived, but they're going to get ready, and I'm going to, but I'm going to move on to spend time uh, talking to you about one of my favorite writers who I found out recently passed away, and her name is Gloria Naylor. Some of you may know Gloria Naylor from Mama Day was one of her books. She passed away in uh, September, I believe, and she also wrote Lyndon Hilt. Lyndon Hills. She was an African American writer, and I think about her. And other writers and all of us as as artists, poets, writers, singers, dancers, filmmakers, people, shopping, loving, being, because I want to encourage us to tap into that, to make new language, to create new language out of our consciousness into the world and to rely much more on our artistic selves, because there is a, there is something that may not be a secret, but it was a secret to me. That at the turn of every 21st, every, every century historically, this has been proven, that a new kind of consciousness arises. A new kind of consciousness. And in that consciousness is a new language, a new level of emotional landscape that is offered up to us that actually exists for over a hundred years. So, for an example, in the 20th century, Jazz and blues burst on the scene. Well, blues was here already, but out of it, it came, began to have more of an audience when it came up out of the fields of slavery into um, freedom, into sharecropping, into farming, into migration. It began to have a larger audience. And, of course, the boom of jazz was, in my mind, the first democracy because the, and the first civil rights movement in that it brought people of diverse backgrounds into the same room, whether they were speaking or not, to listen to jazz. So I'll read an excerpt from Gloria Naylor to you before I bring on uh, my guest. We'll take a music break before she comes on, and then I will be able to talk with her and share some uh, updates of what she's doing. Uh, so, Gloria Naylor. And this is from Mama Day. And again, I'm reading uh, from her just to honor what she brought us while she was on the planet. So this is Mama Day. And I'm just going to grab an excerpt from her writing. Good God, Perganal, how in the high holy did she get her hands on these? Excuse my mouth, Miss Miranda, but all the things she could have done, this is about the worst. I wouldn't even give Bernice Clomid, and that's a lot less potent. How long she's been taking this? I'd guess about two months. But how does she get it? Would you believe me if I told you I got my hands on some and gave them to her? No. He gets real snappy. I wouldn't believe that at all. Or maybe you'd believe that since they in a vitamin bottle, she thought she was taking vitamins and was taking that instead. He gives her a hard, a long, hard stare. What's the point, Miss Miranda? The point, Dr. Smithfield, is that it don't matter how she got them, she got them. And we needed you here to find out exactly what kind of damage they done to her system. He gives her that slow grin again. You give her anything for the pain? A smidge of choke cherry bark. I'm not familiar with that one. The way I gave it to her, it knocked her out slows down the pulse, sort of acts like dope. 
okay? About how long ago? No more than a half hour. I appreciate it. Guess she did too. I have a feeling I'm going to find myself a sweet little case of ovarian cyst in there. Just hope there's no liver damage. Now, when I open up that passage, what I'm discovering, there's two types of doctors in this scene. There's a traditional doctor, and there the, the story takes place in the South, and there is a root doctor. So the root doctor, figuring there was issues with her patient has given her some things that is unbeknownst to the doctor, but has actually helped his patient to be able for him, for him to go in and do the work that he needs to do. Now, what was Gloria trying to show us in that passage? Or better, what's our takeaway? And my takeaway is exactly that. That there are all kinds of people. There are traditional people that deal with whatever, if it's medicine, if it's politics. And then there are other people who bring about the good of the patient by a different methodology. As in the woman who saw something wrong with the woman and put something inside of a bottle that looked like a medicine bottle, but actually it was some other form of healing. Gloria Naylor, Lyndon Hills. In the front of a book, it says, You don't have to sell your soul to live in Lyndon Hills. You give it away, piece by piece. And I think that is applicable to the times we exist in now to make sure that we don't give our souls away piece by piece. I think that's actually just not the times we live in, but absolutely the times period that we exist on the planet never give your soul away and certainly pay attention if it's going away piece by piece we're going to take a quick musical break and then we're going to speak with my guest and find out where she's been since i've seen her last talk to you soon after the break music that you were listening to is a track off of my guest. Her name is Chulin. Chulin. Twee. Twee-lin. Twee-lin. Tweety bird. Tweety. <laughs> See, I was waiting on you to show up to remind me how to do that. So I wrote it as it looks like Chulin, but it's Twee-lin. Twee-lin, yes. Twee-lin, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm Jocelyn. good. Hello to you and hello to all the beautiful listeners out there in KPFA. Been waiting on you. Thank you. They've been sitting there patiently waiting. Ah, uh, thank you so much. Yeah, traffic has been hairy more than usual from San Jose. Absolutely. Yeah. And so, as we have the interview, I want to invite our guests that if they'd like to to call in, if they have questions to you, uh, or any thoughts about the show, or to talk uh, to me to be my co-host, and the number is five one zero. 
848-4425. You can give a call to the station. Uh, Also, we didn't have a chance because you just arrived here. I spoke to you about possibly, because you're a musician, a vocalist. Yes, jazz musician. Jazz musician. So I sing, I compose, and I also produce my own shows, yeah. And I asked in the email that I sent you last minute, would would you be able to give away a CD of one of our callers? You know what I can do, Javelin, what is that? I have two shows coming up. Um, and, you know, the first uh, five callers or interested individuals who want to attend the jam uh, next week, the 29th, mm-hmm. or my show at the Pink House, a major jazz house in Saratoga in the South Bay on the 7th of January. If they want to call and sign up and attend one of those shows, I will gladly gift them a CD uh, upon arrival. How's that? Upon arrival yes. to the shows? Yes. So if they want the details, is there a website? That they um, yes, they can contact me and Jazz Is You, my program, directly. Jazz uh, Is jazz You. Jazz Is You, that's my program. Yes. Um, at 669. Right. Two five eight All right. six nine zero five. So now to really entice them to come to the show, they really want to hear what they're going to be hearing. Yes. So you've brought us some of your music. Yes, I can sing uh, if you'd like one or a piece of a song live, and uh, certainly I can do uh, a song in Vietnamese as well as English. <laughs> That's my forte. Um, since I last saw you, Javelin, it's been about three years now. Three years. Yeah. Um, in 2013, I created uh, a project called Jazz Is You, based in San Jose, with the mission to bring jazz into the heart of the ethnic communities to make it more accessible. You know, because a lot of my fans, mostly in the South Bay, are Vietnamese Americans and also Latinos and African Americans who, you know, come to me and tell me that, you know, they love jazz or know a little bit about jazz and would love to know more about jazz. But they would not go to all the mainstream places to hear jazz. It's funny. They would not, even if it's free, like they would not go to the De Anza Hotel because they all say that, well, you know, it's fancy and they are not familiar with the food and not familiar with the crowd. So it's not their hood. So they would rather go to like a local cafe that they're comfortable hanging out with, you know, and seeing familiar faces. So they'd rather go to those places to hear jazz. So that's what I've been doing for the last three years is, yeah. Well, actually, I think that we were spoke three years ago, you were also on that path as well, making jazz accessible, which is bringing it back to its uh, story of origin because jazz really was uh, in back streets, underground, etc., until it became popular with the mainstream. So right. you're bracket actually bring it at home and in many ways there's um, a book that I've been reading called Jazz is the First Democracy Mm -hmm. as I said earlier in the the show that it brought people together so you're actually bringing it back to the democracy in which it was for folks of all backgrounds to sing so let's hear one of these songs you're going to sing before we get into another project that I'm involved with that you're going to do in terms of uh, the track of a film that's coming out in the spring okay well um, let's uh, do a very old song a classic uh, I think many of us listeners would know from uh, the famous Brazilian film Orpheus and I do this in Vietnamese there are a number of songs that are very familiar and this is the other mission uh, in my shows also is to uh, bring or reintroduce familiar well-favorite you know um, songs that the community knows and play them with a jazzy you know groove so that people can, it's it's a way for us to pull people into jazz, in other words. So um, 
Number nine, please. The, the track nine for the yeah. engineer. And this also, because you're doing it in your native tongue, yes. also is inclusive of the community uh, in South Bay of the Vietnamese community yes. come to you. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take a yes. listen. It is such a joy to watch uh, you express in person the way you move in and out of the notes and the melody. And I think that's really interesting for me to to watch jazz, which originated from African-American culture, yes. and then to watch you. A Vietnamese-American <laughs> gal, yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah. many people do jazz, yes. but it, there's a certain other history that you bring to the table that is so intimate as well to the african-american experience in yes. terms of this and so that and to watch you do it it, it feels so 
so much like home in its own way. Yes. Well, I, I do think that uh, mine is one of a very, of course, a unique, you know, cultural um, experience and a contribution to jazz, certainly because I grew up uh, singing and loving Vietnamese music, you know, from classics to pop and folk. So all of that is now infused in my jazz, you know, and uh, it's it's quite uh, subconscious, of course, you know, but now that ever since I've started also composing using Vietnamese poetry, you know, and and, and also combining all of that rich history and, uh, and culture into jazz, uh, then it just becomes even more multi-layered, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is very much, I think, needed and to be able to define that and describe that and talk about that even now so the listeners can hear that, that we bring our cultural experiences to layer, multi-layer, something yes. that mm-hmm. blues, jazz, whatever those experience is, when we bring those voices together, it has a deeper meaning. Yeah. And then you and I will possibly have an opportunity to collaborate for the Himalayan Film Fester on independent film yes, that I'm... I hope so. Yes, and I chose you, actually, because I was sharing with um, the woman who the story is going to surround, uh, Nisha, a friend of mine, looking at uh, the our ego uh, and and how our ego sometimes undermines our life. And so we're going to look at the intimate details, and, and she's portraying the, the actual character. And I chose you because I knew you had the layers to do the theme song, so you and I will write that together. Yes. Yeah. Yes, well, thank you. Um, I think anything that uh, that has uh, m- that that multiple layers of experiences is always a huge plus. You know, being a woman, yes. woman of color, and a, a woman who also struggles with, uh, you know, a, a physical disability. You know, all of that um, I think adds to the richness of, of any story and a boldness tell us just to share to show one of the things i said this morning was i had a phone friend conf- conference with nisha is how bold you are because <laughs> you have how's that evelyn i'm in job how is that yeah so how is it the boldness what the do you struggle with what do you struggle uh, with well you know what um yeah it's interesting um uh, because first of all i i grew up uh, not identifying myself as a person with a disability, you know, and I think to some extent now in my later years now, and I'm struggling with the chronic exhaustion from childhood polio, then I realize that, uh, yeah, that uh, I do have a physical, you know, ailment and that affects, you know, my e- everyday life. But growing up, I think I was living in denial, wanting to be normal even more normal than the quote-unquote normal person in order to surpass, you know, and uh, transcend all of that in order to do what I want to do and to, in order to compete and be superior, even more superior than, you know, a physically fit person. So I was very competitive, you know. I have a master's degree, did all of that conventional stuff, but music had all, always stayed with me and to go into... and to go into... um Music uh, later in life is really just a blessing and a calling in my life because I decided that I didn't want to miss the boat again. See, and that's uh, the boldness that I'm speaking about. The boldness that you were able to see yourself in ways in which you wanted to manifest yourself, to do everything you want, and even be rise above your so-called competitors. And that you didn't imagine yourself anything but great and wonderful. A fantastic. I want to be normal, Javelin. <laughs> Is that, well, now, I would yes. think that, I don't know what we call normal, how you define that, 
But yeah. I do know that if we're just looking out in the world, uh, most people who say they're normal are not being bold in their dreams. Mm-hmm. So I'm not clear how that's defined. Yeah. Well, you know, growing up, of course, you know, we want to be normal in a conventional sense of the word. But now that I've come into my identity and my person, Mm -hmm. I see that I'm anything but normal. I'm very conventional, but that's, I think, the artistic, you know, Mm -hmm. um, uh, personality and character in me that's come out. And it's taken years to recognize and uh, almost embrace because I didn't grow up with any of that uh, support and nurture to go into the arts. My family is not, uh, you know, an artistic family at all. So we were constantly pushed to, you know, go after that top seven careers, you know, and do well because we're refugees from Vietnam. And so there's no way in hell you're going to go into the arts. You know, you're going to get that uh, that um, million dollar, you know, uh, career and, and life and uh, do all that conventional, follow that conventional route, you know. So now you're composing, you said, from Vietnamese por- uh, poems. Are these written by yourself or...? Well, um, it's been a collaboration with a good friend of mine who um, f- fleshes out the using Vietnamese poetry. And he would uh, work out the, the poem for the song, and I would do mostly the music part. But as a collaboration, you know, we both, uh, um, in the end, really just tweak both the poem and also the melody because for me as a performer definitely I have to have the final say in how you know certain terms and words and expressions come out you know as the as the song of forms itself you know so it's 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 quite an organic process and to tell you the truth my friend um who's a local poet Basho um he was just incredibly amazed at uh, the first, the very first take, you know, of uh, of the few songs that we tried. One of them is "The Lotus Child," which which is uh, dedicated to survivors of human trafficking. One of the issues that I've been um, helping to fight with a local uh, nonprofit organization. And um, "Lotus Child," yeah, when he first gave me the lyrics of the song, I mean, after studying the the story and knowing the stories because he was inspired by the stories that I gave him from the field of the suffering of a number of various uh, experiences, you know, of girls and women in Vietnam. He was inspired by that and he fleshed out this poem to reflect this experience, the sentiment. Um, And when he first gave it to me and when I first sat down, I just basically gave song to it on the first take and the song that it is now is the exact first take that we did and he was amazed i was also because wow, we don't know where that came from and for me i you know i i think um it's because i grew up with music all my life and my body and whole being is now infused with music you know so for it to come out now and after knowing the story of the poem then it just becomes Naturally. much more natural yeah natural relationship yeah, right and same with jackfruit jackfruit is you know the song the risque song from know. you know the the, the the risque vietnamese poetess from the 18th century yes a four line you know poem that we fleshed out into a song and uh yeah the the melody now is the first take and we've stayed with it because it gets uh it gets oohs and ahs everywhere we I perform it. it. Yeah. It absolutely works. Yeah. So let's remind again the audience of the listening. You said the first five calls. Yes. 
and you know, you you may call me um, up until the day of the show if you like. Um, so contact me. My my next uh, uh, performance is a, a holiday celebration because jazz is you ter- is turning three this season. So we're ce- celebrating that with a jam, and uh, most of my shows are in the South Bay right now. Um, so that jam is next Thursday, the 29th. 7 to 10 at Jade Leaf uh, Eatery and Lounge in downtown San Jose. And um, the show after the holidays is on the Saturday the 7th uh, at Cafe Pink House in Saratoga. And that one is a show of what I call my jazzing Viet classics and originals. So you get a taste of uh, a lot of the more original pieces at that show. And that is a 7.30 to 10 o'clock. I want to thank you for coming and sharing, and I hope the folks have called. They'll get the tickets. They'll see your shows oh, and get a CD. Let me give you, yeah. Let me give uh, everyone my number for contact is six six nine two five eight six nine zero five. Again, that's six six nine two five eight six nine zero five. Happy holidays, and Happy we'll holidays. see you after the New Year's. This has been Jonathan's Bistro. Thank you for listening. Bye bye. Hey everyone, this is Mitch Jezerich, and I want to let you know we're almost there. Your tax-deductible donation has helped KPFA get closer to reaching our goal and keep this year-end fund drive short. But if you haven't made that donation yet, you still can by going to kpfa.org. We're almost there, but not there yet. You can help us close that gap. Now, if you've already donated, please follow through on your pledge. Support the only independent media outlet for news, public affairs, and music. Thank you. Fear. Anxiety and confusion grips a lot of folks in today's dark post-election world. There is a lot of fake news, propaganda, and misinformation emanating from phony media outlets. If you're searching for the truth, unfiltered news, in-depth public affairs programming, you can count on one independent radio station to do what it's been doing for 